Welcome to the Side of the Desk podcast, hosted by Fidelity Jobs and the Women's Leadership Group. We're here to have deep discussions on the authentic experience of being a working professional in today's ever-changing workforce. Beginning this summer, Fidelity welcomed nearly 1,000, uh, what we call our FIDTERNS, for their virtual summer. Our FIDTERNS have spent their time so far building connections, growing their networks online. It's a different look this year. Um, and despite that, Fidelity is committed to providing the same meaningful career experiences as part of the nine-week internship program. We've decided to sit down today with a few of our FIDTERNS, ask them some questions about their experience and have a conversation about what their summer is really like. I'm Justin Martell, co-host of Side of the Desk. With me is my own summer intern and my co-host for today, Sophie. Sophie, why don't you help kick us off? Tell us a little bit about yourself, who you are, where you go to school and whatnot. Sure. Thanks, Justin. Hi everyone, super happy to be here. My name is Sophie. I am a rising senior at the University of New Hampshire, where I study marketing. And I'm from Groton, Mass. So if I wasn't working from home, I would have been in the Merrimack, New Hampshire office. Um, yeah, so this summer I was a social media intern with the Enterprise Talent Marketing, working underneath them, which has been super awesome. And with us today, we have three of my fellow interns, Andrea, Leslie, and Matt. Uh, so why don't you guys just kick us off, kind of tell us, tell us a little bit about yourselves, introduce yourselves, and what your role here um, at Fidelity is. Hi, so I'm Andrea. I just completed my second year at Bryn Mawr College, um, and I'm an international studies major and a philosophy minor. I'm located in Newton, so if it wasn't for COVID, I would have been in the Boston slash Rhode Island, like back and forth kind of situation office. And I'm on the external comms team doing talent and regional, so diversity and inclusion work. And so, yeah, excited to be here. Hi, everyone. My name is Leslie, and I am a rising junior at Boston University, majoring in business with a concentration in marketing. If I were not working from home, I would be working in the Boston office as an external communications intern, doing some work with Andrea. Uh, and I work a lot with the social media team and the life events PR team. I curate some LinkedIn content for some of our thought leaders for our thought leadership program. And I also write and edit some content for the Fidelity News Twitter handle. Hey, everybody. My name's Matt. I'm really excited to be here and a part of this podcast. Um, I'm going to be a rising senior down at Elon University in North Carolina, where I'm currently studying finance. But I currently reside in uh, outside of Boston, Massachusetts, and I was going to be working in the Smithfield office. And I'm currently a part of the uh, branch infrastructure and planning team and working under uh, Misty and Farah. Obviously, when you're doing your research for a summer internship, it doesn't start right before the summer. It starts months and months before that. There's a lot of planning that goes into it, a lot of research. So my question for each of you would be, what drove you all to Fidelity? How did you hear about Fidelity? What made you decide to apply and take action to joining on this summer? Let's start with you, Andrea. So I had actually been part of the Fidelity Boundless program prior to applying. And then I'd also been a fan, actually, of this podcast um, that we are on right now, which is kind of cool. So it comes full circle, like being listening to it and now being on it. 
Um, and I had actually contacted somebody who had been on a podcast and I was, I just loved like what she was talking about. And I connected with her on LinkedIn. This was like a year before I applied, um, kind of left the connection. And then a year later when I was in college and thinking about what I wanted to do for the summer, I contacted her and I said, Hey, I'm actually thinking of applying to the company that you work at, like after seeing everything that they've been releasing all the empowering content that they have for women. Um, and she said, you know what? I remember when we connected last year, I can connect you with somebody. And that's how I ended up here at Fidelity, which is a really cool, I think a full circle experience, which I'm excited about. So, yeah. Honestly, being a business student in Boston where Fidelity is headquartered, you hear a lot about Fidelity and about, you know, great of a company it is. Late last year, I got an email from a professor at BU's Question School of Business, which is the school that I am a part of at BU. And, you know, he it just included all of these opportunities with Fidelity. And I took a look at it because, again, that's a name that, you know, it's very well known for having a great culture and, you know, being innovative and just being a top financial services firm, which goes right in line with my business degree. So I looked at it, applied, and I actually went into the Boston office for my interview. And I honestly fell in love because the campus was exactly what I wanted. I love modern campuses. And you know, the vibe was just great in the Boston office. And so that's kind of how I was drawn to it and how I realized that Fidelity was a place that I would love to work. Yeah, so I can relate to that. I, I've always had a, a passion for finance ever since a young age. So I know I've known that that's exactly what I wanted to do. And I was fortunate enough to have the opportunity to intern with Fidelity in one of their branches as a freshman in college. And it was an absolutely amazing experience. I truly fell in love with the culture. And at the end of that, I decided I wanted to get some experience elsewhere before potentially returning to, to Fidelity. So I spent some, my next summer interning with a different company, which was also another great experience, but it just really didn't hold a candle to the people and the culture that Fidelity had. So I decided to try and come back, and I was fortunate enough to get an offer to come back to Fidelity again for this summer. And again, it's just been the same exact thing. The culture, the people, and the environment are really what makes this company so special, and it's something I want to be a part of and hopefully be a part of uh, going forward. Awesome, Matt. Thank you. Um, yeah, unlike Matt, I didn't really have much of a finance background, so it was a little intimidating coming into this, but once I was talking to my recruiter and heard more about this internship, I really just fell in love, and I have such a passion for social media, so it's been great working with Justin this summer. Like all of you, as I'm sure we were all a little surprised when we, the internship got moved to remote. Um, it's just been a crazy experience. I know for me, um, I have a house full of siblings and dogs, and there's always all these distractions. But I found that with all the daily Zoom meetings and everything, we really got to feel what it was like being in a workplace environment, even though we were working remotely from home. So I'm interested to kind of hear a little bit about all of your experiences and what you guys thought of the virtual experience. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely different, <laughs> different, different, different. Um, like I said, I toured headquarters in Boston when I went in and the vibes in there was just great. You know, everyone talking to you just, I don't really know how to explain it. It's just in the, when I walked by the cafeteria, just the employees that were talking to each other, when I toured um, the floor that I would have been working at, how people were interacting. It honestly, I was so excited for it. 
And then when I found out that it went virtual, obviously I got really bummed out. Even though, I mean, extremely grateful that we even still had the opportunity to go and do this internship when so many of my friends, their internships fell through. So extremely grateful that I got the opportunity, but it was definitely really different. And it's just building the relationships and networking became more challenging, as you can imagine, because you don't have those candid conversations and those authentic conversations that you would have if you were just walking down the hallway or just, you know, finding someone like in the bathroom where if you were going down to the cafeteria or grabbing lunch with someone. Um, but I found that setting one-on-one -on -one meetings with people, even if it's just for 20 minutes, you know, to grab coffee, even if it's virtual or have lunch virtually has helped a lot. My manager was amazing about this. She actually set up the meetings for me before I even came into my internship. So I, when I got here, I already had all of these meetings set up with different people from different teams that I would be working with. And I'm really grateful for that because I probably wouldn't have done that myself, uh, at least at the very beginning. But getting that out of the way at the beginning kind of broke the ice and just made connecting with my teammates so much easier. And it's honestly made the experience way better because again, you don't have those authentic or not authentic, but those, you know, just casual conversations that you would have if you were in the office. So I would definitely say that that helped a lot. Yeah, I agree, Leslie. I like when we moved to remote, um, having experience at other internships, I knew I personally learned the most like being in the environment, in the office and having those casual conversations, like going to the bathroom, going to lunch, like all of those things. Um, but something I found of the silver lining of all of this is the Zoom meetings that we've been able to have with people that I don't think we would have been able to have had we been in the office. We probably wouldn't have met as many people as we did through Zoom because now we have these huge Zoom meetings. And another thing that I realize is like we can work truly from anywhere in this situation, which is kind of cool. Like I was able to go to Nantucket with my family for a week and work from there, which I probably wouldn't have been able to do had we been in the office. So some of the silver lining have just been being able to find other areas to work. Like I can work by the pool or I can work on the couch. It doesn't have to be like a desk or anything like that. Like it, it changes. So I think just um, having that flexibility and also having the opportunity to like learn, but also being able to do what is comfortable for you. So I don't know. I've, I've definitely agree with that, but there's definitely a lot of positives to the situation. So, yeah. Yeah. I think I was in the same boat as Leslie with, um, with her excitement level of being on campus. Like that would, that would have been really cool to be able to kind of just walk around and interact with people on a face-to-face -face level. But one thing that I've really kept in per into perspective is that I have, I have a ton of friends who were lined up for internships that summer that were just flat out canceled and Fidelity didn't do that. They took the extra steps to go above and beyond to ensure that they maintained their internship program and that their interns were getting the same experience that they would get in the office. So I credit them a lot for that. And I also think that, you know, with our spring semester in college being moved virtual, we had a good amount of experience um, using, utilizing the Zoom and doing online classes and that type of structure. So it made the transition into online working a whole lot smoother having that background of doing the online education but i've been surprised it's been a great opportunity and like andrea said like you, we have this special opportunity to meet with people over zoom 
who are all over the country, who I know for a fact I definitely wouldn't have had the opportunity to speak with it had it not been virtual. So I think that it really has opened up the door as far as networking goes, because now there's really nothing that's off the table as far as people that you can meet up with used to kind of be just people who were in your office or possibly within your region if you want to travel and see them or do a phone call. But now it's all virtual and over Zoom, you really have that opportunity to connect with absolutely anyone, which I think is a nice silver lining that kind of goes pretty much unnoticed. I think that's a great point to bring up, Matt. And I think one of the things that I've seen as a manager is that, you know, it's forced people to have to get out of their comfort zones and network with each other a little bit more often. I think it's so easy when people are in the office to kind of put their head down, go to their desk and just do their work. But where you're forced to kind of have to meet with various people in various locations on different things, you do build relationships a lot faster. And I'm really hopeful that that's something you all will, will take away from this as, as you move forward. One thing I do want to ask you all, um, because we, we all deal with this in a remote environment, is talk about some of the challenges you've had, whether it be a loud parent or a barking dog or anything that you know, may distract you day to day. What are some of the little things that, that come up time to time that you've experienced? Sophie, why don't we start with you? Yeah, totally. Um, being home, like I said, I have a house full of two other siblings. I've got a dog and my parents are here too, working from home. So definitely lots of distractions. I've moved from probably every single room in this house all over. So that's been probably my biggest distraction. And, um, the other thing that I would say is maybe zoom fatigue is definitely super real. I know that pretty much I have zoom meetings all throughout the day, whether that be like five or six, um, Sometimes it's a little less, sometimes a little more. So I think that's definitely real, but trying to get that real workplace environment, um, that's what the Zoom's great for. So um, that's probably been my biggest challenge. I totally agree, Sophie. My family is super <laughs> loud. Right. Um, I have a super loud family. So even for the recording of this podcast, I ran downstairs and I was like between you know, the times that I am going to be filming this, no one is allowed to go upstairs because even if they walk up the stairs, they'll, I don't know, they find a way to make some noise or to have a loud conversation no matter what. So I told them, I said, please, for this one hour is all I'm asking. Don't make any noises. My mom like went outside to do some gardening and my little brother is downstairs playing video games, I think. And so, you know, just trying to, to keep that really quiet is challenging. Sometimes you wonder if they do it on purpose. <laughs> yeah. I honestly had my entire family leave the house today just because of this. I was like, I don't want any distractions today. So, yeah. I will also say that changing into, I guess, work clothes and out of your pajamas is a challenge because I'm personally working in my room, right? I'm on a desk, which helps because I feel like you know, more of like a work, I guess. I'm more in a work mode because I'm sitting upright on a desk and working, you know, from from a desk and instead of a bed or a couch. But I will say that changing into like real clothes is really challenging. Yeah. Because, sure. yeah, I mean, you just... <laughs> Completely agree with that. In quarantine, <laughs> we, you know, for the, the months prior to, the, to this internship, I was used to wearing pajamas every day, but... <laughs> So it's been hard, <laughs> I will say. <laughs> and I would say that the, the Zoom fatigue is definitely real. I mean, 
you go from like, obviously you're going to be staring at a computer screen for a large part of your day, even if you were in an office. But when you have those meetings that are scattered throughout the day, it is, it was almost like a break from the screen. Like you would go and you'd meet in person and you wouldn't have to keep staring at the screen. So I do notice that like your eyes, you definitely do get strained from that aspect of it. But yeah, I also have a, a fast amount vehicle mix who just absolutely loves to howl at the, <laughs> probably the most uh, inopportune time as possible. So dealing with that is a little bit of an adjustment, but one positive I think that has come out of it is a big kind of level of responsibility. You know, like you're, you're at home, you're on your own, you're not in an office, like no one's looking over your shoulder when you're not in meetings on whether or not you're getting your work done or not. So it really kind of, it's helped me mature a little bit and kind of take on that responsibility to set aside time where I know I'm going to be working. I'm going to be putting my phone away and I'm not going to be scrolling through Twitter when I should be doing a report for someone. So I think that level of maturity um, has definitely increased as we've worked on through this internship. And it's also a big learning curve, learning how to, how to be responsible with your time when no one's looking. Yeah, I completely agree with that, Matt. Um, the other day, I was actually thinking with all the Zoom meetings lined up, it, I think it really helps a lot with time management as well. So if I have all those Zoom meetings, I know that in between these two, I'll have time to do this and stuff like that. So I completely agree with that. Exactly. You're all bringing up really great points. And uh, I love hearing about just some of the positives that that you've taken away from it. Leslie, you had said something about how it can be difficult to get dressed sometimes just to make sure that you're in that professional mode that is one of the things that i try to do from time to time is mm -hmm. get dressed as if i'm going into the office it kind of gives me that mindset um, that i'm not at home and that i'm i'm in real meetings with real people what are some of the tips or tricks that you've all done to maintain that focus to help yourself feel like you're in that real work environment when you've been virtual this summer i'm one of the those people that run very well on a schedule so even though my desk is you know just a few feet you know a few whatever away from my desk i um i wake up i try to maintain a schedule so i'll wake up every morning from between you know 5 45 and 6 get a workout in shower you know eat breakfast do all that and then when it's 8 30 anytime between 8 30 and 9 i know it's time to go sit down on the desk and get some work done start you know start the work day and also i mean i've been a, i've been kind of bad <laughs> with scheduling i guess lunches and and those things because that is one of one of the things that that's hard um taking breaks realizing that you need to take a break sometimes because you are home and you're just on work mode most you know most of the time but i will say that staying on a schedule has helped me a lot yeah, I agree. Um, I I don't wake up at five forty five to work out. Me neither. I think for sure, like having a schedule. Something that actually changed the way I work is when I went down to college to get my stuff. I got my monitor, and I was like, "This is my prized possession. Like, this is all I wanted from school is just like a monitor, so I don't have to work on a small little computer." So that just changed the entire mindset of working for me, and like really set up a, like a little office for myself in my house. But um, I think that was the biggest transition for me. But I, I agree, like having a regular schedule, getting out of your pajamas is a huge showering, like in the morning before I start the day, just like refreshes. 
and avoiding like the bed or anything like when you're trying to work because that is not going to lead to a productive day if you start there um but yeah that's my thought anyway yeah justin i'm on board with you like i i I got to get into the work mode by throwing on a collared shirt. Otherwise, I, I don't really feel like I'm in my ho- own home office. But I think the biggest thing was kind of establishing a workspace and kind of separating that workspace from the rest of my life. So I have like a desk with a monitor that I normally use. And I kind of tell myself, like, when you're at you're sitting at this desk, like you're going to be working no matter what. And they encourage you to take breaks throughout the day, not even lunch breaks, but just like 10, 15 minute little, little breaks to kind of give your eyes a rest and stuff. But when I take those breaks, I'm going to get up from my desk and I'm going to go somewhere else. So I'm not like still in my work environment, taking a break, scrolling on my phone. I'm going to go move to the couch and then come back and be like, all right, now I'm getting back into work mode. I think having that separation, that clear separation of like your work environment from like taking a break or where where you eat lunch kind of allows you to really uh, focus and lock in when you should be doing the work that you need to get done. Yeah, totally. I'm same with you, Leslie. I like having kind of a schedule here and there. So same thing. I wake up and log on and I work for a couple hours and then I try and take my lunch break kind of around the same time. And um, when I started, Justin really made sure that I'm taking breaks here and there just to kind of like if I get stuck with anything or if my brain starts, you know, doing its weird thing, then I can take a little break and go on a walk or something, just get some fresh air since we're inside for a pretty long period of time. So that's kind of my little tips and advice. I'll also add that kind of how Matt had mentioned before, because you don't have someone looking over your shoulder. And so you're more tempted to use your phone when you have, when you, you know, when you should be doing something else, just because you think, well, maybe I have, you know, 30 minutes between this, these two meetings, I can be on my phone. Uh, So what I would do for that, I would say that a good tip is just putting your phone kind of far away from you. It doesn't have to be a different room or anything like that, but even if it's like at, on a different table or, you know, just throw it on your bed if you're working from your room, but that will reduce the, the temptation, I guess, to kind of reach for your phone when you're a little bit idle, when you're feeling that like, you know, oh, this work maybe, you know, isn't as entertaining or as fun, you know, because there's work that isn't as fun even though there's lots of work that is fun there's some work that you would rather maybe just not be doing at that exact time uh so i would say (laughs) just yeah just putting your phone far away from you so you're not tempted to check social media uh whenever you you want (laughs) yeah no i completely agree with that leslie yeah i know i mean and also just being virtual and working on your own it's just such a learning experience too so um, working from home, it's been such a learning experience. So I'm just kind of interested to see if any of my other fellow interns, uh, was there anything that kind of surprised you this summer, um, just being virtual and everything? Yeah, I was um, the most surprised about how easy it is to connect with people at Fidelity. Um, literally, I was telling my manager, if you email anyone here, pretty much everyone will respond to you. And if you're just like, hi, I've never met you before, but I would love to learn more about what you do. Can we set up a coffee chat for 20 to 30 minutes? People are so open to doing that so easily, which I was actually concerned initially because I was like, Fidelity is such a big company. They probably won't want to waste their time meeting like a, in, like one of the thousand interns like me, but people genuinely do care and like want to meet you. And also when I meet 
people, they always ask me, oh, what are your thoughts on this? Or what are your thoughts on something we're working on? And I'm like, oh, like you want to hear from me, like you actually care about what I have to say, <laughs> which is really cool um, to ha- like be in a company that's so big, but like they still care about what we have to say, the thoughts we have or notes we have about like things that we're noticing in the company and they generally will take those and put them into consideration. Like we're doing the intern capstone right now. And we actually are going to present that to the team and show them things that we think need to improve or things that are going well. Um, so I just think that was the, definitely the biggest takeaway from here is like, despite how large the company is, people care about you and they also are interested in helping you in any way. Like everyone, I told them, about something I was working on they were like oh if you want like I can connect you with this person and this person I was like wow thank you I wasn't even expecting you know to be connected to that or if you're interested in a project Mm -hmm. they'll just put you on the meeting to listen in like Justin did that with me the other week and I was like oh yeah I was talking about it with somebody else like yeah I would love to join this meeting so it's just great that the community is like even though we're online people are still open to it so I think that's just really cool something I wasn't expecting but I'm happy that it is I totally agree I feel like the you know the social I guess idea of financial services firms and business people in general is that they're cold and you know not really that friendly but I found that the people are for the affidelity are awesome I mean kind of how Andrea was saying they're all open to talk to you they're all open to you know just sit down for 20 minutes when i first started i just briefly introduced myself you know in one of the team channels and i received a couple of of people saying like hey would love to grab 20 minutes just you know a coffee chat if you want to you know just to talk just to get to know you to get to know your story and i found that so cool because these people weren't even the people that i would be working with in my direct teams so the fact that just everyone at Fidelity know, even if they're not working with you directly, they, they just want to find out about your story and, you know, get to know you. That's really awesome. And they want to stay connected too, which is really, like, they want to know your story, but a lot of them connected with me on LinkedIn or told me to keep in touch, which is like definitely really cool that people care that That's much awesome. to, yeah. Or connected also connected me to like, their old bosses or their own connections that you know that they thought would be just a great connection to have so my manager for example she mentioned some of her old bosses had some of the same interests as me some of the same you know social media interests and those things that I mentioned I'm interested in and just you know because of my major and stuff and so she connected me to them and now I have those connections that I'm going to be able to learn from them and get to know them and get career advice and stuff outside of what I already have. So it's great that they're just so open to, you know, helping you out. They want you to to become better, you know, to develop professionally. They want you to excel. So I found that really awesome. I could not agree more with that. Um, the networking experience has been very surprising to me because I thought that was going to be a whole lot difficult um, doing it virtually because I was just so used to bumping into people in the office and just asking, hey, you know, can I throw 15 minutes on your calendar? You got a few minutes just to talk, pick your brain on a few things. But the, the networking connections that I've been able to make, whether it's been through my manager setting me up with different people or just through different interactions has been phenomenal. 
And one piece of advice I would give to any intern, whether it be for Fidelity or any other company is every time that you make a connection, ask that person for someone else to talk to. Always get another connection from that connection that you've built and just keep building and building and expanding out that web because it can only just increase your chances of that helping you out down the road. But for me, the biggest surprise as far as this internship has gone, well, I have a pretty unique perspective having done an internship with Fidelity before in an office. So seeing how seamlessly and smoothly they were able to transition this intern program to online has honestly blown me away. We had all these different call series and leadership panels when I first did an internship with Fidelity a few years ago and all this stuff was in person and all these different meet and greets with the interns, it was all awesome. And I was thinking going into this that that was all gonna fade away because a lot of it was just in-person stuff, but Fidelity hasn't missed a beat. And every single thing that I, I did my first time around, I'm doing this time around just virtually, like just the other week we had a leadership panel with Abby Johnson, um, which was absolutely phenomenal. And that was one that I got to go into got to go to in person in Boston a few years ago, but they were still able to do it online. And just seeing the way that they're able to keep all aspects and um, benefits of this internship program and just shift them online has been truly amazing. One of the things that managers want our interns to take away from their experience at Fidelity is professional development. What's maybe a skill that you've all developed this summer during your internship that's helped you professionally as you head into the working world someday? I've been working a lot on thought leadership sort of work, especially in the light of diversity and inclusion. Um, And for me, like doing research on that and assessing, you know, how thought leaders are doing and looking at what they do release, I then started to think about my own personal brand and how we brand them and how I can better brand myself. Um, So I was telling my manager, I was like, oh, I was reading all their bios, looking at all these things. I was like, can you help me writing my own bio, creating my own sort of narrative? And she was like, of course, like I do that all the time, would love to help you with that. So for me, um, and they also had a workshop on it actually, like personal brand and how to better understand like who you are and what you wanna put out there. Um, So that was definitely something I thought about more deeply and I'm still working on with my manager, but thinking about that at a deeper level, I think I thought about it before, but I don't think I'd actually taken the time to assess others and like look at my own. So um, I don't know. I've definitely improved in that way. Like that's a personal and professional thing that I've been working on. So that's a huge takeaway for me and I'm excited to see what that helps me with in the future. What I will add also is just, knowing and learning how to interact and work with your coworkers and your colleagues virtually has been a really useful thing that I've learned this internship because just even going back to school I do a lot of you know work with te- with team members and the fact that BU is going to be at least as far as we know for right now they're going to be a hybrid they're going to do a hybrid model when we go back to, uh, back to school this fall. And so you can only imagine that a lot of team initiatives are going to be virtual. And so just learning how to communicate with your team members, how to email them, you know, the proper way of reaching out to them or contacting them when you have a question and all those little things that might, might seem so, uh, you know, so small, but, you'll be able to take with you 
when you do go out and get a job further on. Because one of the things that we have to realize is that technology is the future. So right now we are experiencing a pandemic and we're all working from home. And, you know, that's a big part of it. But so even if we weren't experiencing a pandemic, there are a lot of times where you do work with people virtually, right? Because you might have some people on your team that are in India or in a bunch of different parts of the world. So it's just great to have learned how to communicate with them virtually and how to work with them virtually in a, in a way that will be effective and efficient. And so that's what I would say has been the greatest learning, I guess, that I took from this, from this internship. Yeah, I totally agree. Learning how to navigate virtually in today's world is such a tremendous skill. For me, I think that the area of like professional development that I've um, improved upon and expanded the most is my leadership traits and kind of teamwork skills. I'm currently working on a summer capstone project kind of focused on creating the future iteration of the feedback program for the branches. And just it's it's been a it's been a challenge, but also an awesome learning experience how to work on a team or work on a team virtually. And also like kind of it it fell into line with the work I was doing this summer. So I kind of naturally stepped up to take a leadership role in the group. And so learning to be a leader without being a dictator and learning to listen and to collaborate and to utilize other people's ideas, I think is a skill that no matter what you're doing in life is so essential. And if you want to be a leader or a manager someday, it's only something that you can just continue to refine and refine and continue to sharpen. And no matter how much work you put into it, you can always be a better leader. So that's something that I've been striving to do and to continue to improve upon. And from my own perspective, I think it's a, it's a trait that I've um, hopefully uh, built out a little bit more this summer and made a little bit more robust. Awesome. Yeah, I completely agree with all of you guys. I'm going to kind of go off a little bit of what Leslie was saying. Um, just the power of communication and collaboration, I think, is super important. And I've learned just being virtual, so many more skills on top of all of that. And one thing that I'm taking away with this, too, is when we're on all these Zoom calls and we're seeing all of these people virtually, um, one thing that I noticed that a lot of associates and even my fellow interns do as well is before we get into a topic, um, a lot of the times they'll ask questions and just say, how are you doing? And they really do seem to care a lot about you, which has been super awesome. And I think that's really helped the experience as well. Cool. I want to thank you all for, for joining us on this roundtable. I'm really excited that you all have had great internships with Fidelity this summer, and I only hope that you'll take the skills um, that you've learned this summer with you back to school, with you in your careers moving forward, and that we can only continue to improve and, and give great experiences to our future FIDTERNs. Thank you so much for, for joining us on Side of the Dust today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this side of the desk episode and thank you to our recording studio and editors who make our episodes possible. For more information about working at Fidelity, check out fidelitycareers.com.